Well, hello there, my friends, and welcome back. My name is Stephanie Safarian, and you're listening to episode 245 of Sustainable Minimalists, a twice-weekly show about intentional and eco-minimalist living. On today's show, we are taking the concept of letting go, and we're applying it beyond physical stuff to all other aspects of our lives. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, I'm willing to bet you keep tuning in because you have experienced the benefits of letting go firsthand. Decluttering is liberating, right? It feels good. Letting go of excess stuff enables you to also let go of the stress and anxiety and perhaps financial overwhelm that you've been living with. People consistently report that decluttering their stuff makes them feel lighter and calmer and happier. And even better is the realization that the more you let go of, the easier letting go gets and the better you feel. So today's show is about letting go of whatever you're holding on to that doesn't serve you, that holds you down, holds you back. Because the reality is that when we hold on to things with that white knuckle grip, hold on to anything, hold on to clutter, hold on to pain, hold on to the past, hold on to resentment. When we hold on to anything in life too hard, it's not fixing our problems. It's not making anything better. That white knuckle grip is not improving our lives. To take this one step further and to get pretty darn deep, I would go so far as to say that transformation comes from letting go, not from holding on tighter. So today's show is split into three parts. We are discussing three very different things that we all could do with letting go of. In part one, we are discussing letting go of the need to do, 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 letting go of that need to be productive all the time. In part two, we are discussing letting go of expectations, of oversized expectations. And in part three, we are discussing letting go of worry. We're going to get right into part one after a quick word from today's first sponsor. So many of us have chaotic closets that are crammed full of clothing items, and yet somehow we still have nothing to wear. Well, upgrading to high quality and affordable pieces from Quince when you need them is a game changer. They offer organic cotton sweaters and washable silk tops. My 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters are my go-to. Not only are they affordable, but the quality is top-notch. They wear better than the cashmere sweaters that are double their price. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash sustainable podcast for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash sustainable podcast to get free shipping and 365 day returns. One more time, quince.com slash sustainable podcast. Hello, Sustainable Minimalist listeners. Are you committed to living a greener and simpler life? Well, meet Home Threads, your ally in more sustainable and minimalist home decor. As the total destination for decor and furniture, Home Threads helps you define your minimalist lifestyle 
while respecting the planet. Discover their exclusive Haven collection. They use many sustainable materials without compromising on style. And here's the best part. Home Threads always has the best value. It was time. After nine years of living in our home, it was time to replace our outdoor furniture. And my husband and I, we went to Home Threads. We have a Home Threads patio umbrella and a new bench. And oh my goodness, we are so in love. Create a home that reflects your commitment to the environment. Visit homethreads.com slash sustainable and get a code for 15% off your first order. Homethreads.com slash sustainable. Love where you live. And we are back and we are on to part one of today's conversation, which is, of course, letting go of the need to do, do, do. But before we get there, I just want to say very quickly that as I was preparing for this episode... I did a little bit of a brain dump and I made a bulleted list of all the things, all the intangible things that I could theoretically let go of for better wellness, better well-being. And I'm going to read my list quickly because I'm willing to bet that some of the bullets on my list, if not all of the bullets on my list, probably resonate with you. So things we could let go of for greater well-being letting go of our false identities, so our aspirational self, letting go of the parts of ourselves that don't align, letting go of the past, of failed relationships, of failed friendships, letting go of anger and resentment, letting go of grudges, of self-defeating thoughts, letting go of the need to be in control, letting go of the need to always be perfect. Those are just some intangibles we could let go of. But moving into part one of today's conversation, we're really going to dive into letting go of the need to do, 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 and instead, let's work on being. Let's think less about doing as a measure of success and instead focus on being. I'm a doer. I tend to associate What I do with who I am, I focus more on doing and less on being. At the start of 2022, I had the lofty goal of reading more books, and I wanted to read my book during the day when my kids are at school, my husband's at work, and the house is quiet. I made that goal 28 days ago. I have yet to read during the day, even though my book is great and even though I love reading, and that's because stuff just seems to pop up and I can't read until I've gotten done everything I need to do. But being active is not the same as being productive, right? I'd even go so far to say that personal growth is not about trying on new habits, but it's more about having the courage to let go of the parts of ourselves that never actually fit to begin with. Letting go of the need to always be on is something that I'm working with. As this podcast grows and the emails keep coming in, I feel the need to be sitting at my computer always on. And I say that the podcast is growing and saying that I'm getting a lot of emails not to be braggy or to talk about how important I am because 99% of the stuff that comes into my inbox, 99% of the quote unquote opportunities are complete junk. But I am saying that I do feel the need to work harder. And so I say all that to say that sitting at my computer, reading my emails all day, that's action, that's disciplined action, but it doesn't necessarily mean that I'm being productive, right? 
So if you are like me and you feel the need to do, 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 (laughs) and you don't have the time because you're always doing to be, 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 the antidote to this is to not take yourself so seriously. And I'm saying this to me, I need to not take myself so seriously. I am not that important, (laughs) right? When you don't take yourself too seriously, what you're really doing is you're letting go of the need to do, 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 and you're allowing, you're building in time to relax and enjoy life. Laugh with yourself, laugh with your family, let go of the need to always be on. That's what I am working on. I'm failing miserably, but I am working at it. I'm working so hard. (laughs) We're moving into part two of today's conversation, which is letting go of oversized expectations. Now, if you're like me, you likely have expectations of other people's behavior, (laughs) right? On one hand, having expectations is similar to creating healthy boundaries, But on the other hand, having high and oversized expectations of other people leaves us almost always feeling disappointed and resentful. I had a big epiphany in my own life just a few weeks ago. I was upset with somebody because I didn't think that their behavior lived up to my expectations. And I realized that I can't change other people. The only thing I have control over is my expectation. So I can't change other people's behavior, but I can lower my expectations so that I'm not always disappointed and resentful. Expectations keep us stuck. There are no guarantees in life, and there is nothing we can do to get the outcomes we so badly want to see out of others. So it's about not holding on to how we want other people to be, act, etc. It's about going inward and changing what we have power over, which is, of course, our expectations. I'd even go so far as to say that when we're frustrated with somebody else, it's because we're attached, essentially, to the way we want them to be. We're not accepting them for the wonderful but flawed person they are. We're all wonderful but flawed, right? So when we're expecting somebody to act a certain way, what we're really doing is we're choosing to not accept them for who they are. So lowering expectations is hard. Everything we're talking about today is really darn hard, and nobody has it figured out. I certainly don't have it figured out. But if you are like me and you are interested in lowering your oversized expectations of other people, the antidote to oversized expectations is, of course, to refocus, recenter yourself on having gratitude for reality. So finding good, finding beauty in others as opposed to wishing they were different or better or more like you. So the antidote to oversized interpersonal expectations is, of course, finding things you love about the beautiful but flawed people in your life and feeling grateful and happy and joyful that they're in your life to begin with. We're going to take a quick break before we go into part three. Part three is, of course, the letting go of worry. And we're going to talk about that after a quick word from today's sponsor, 
and we are back. We are discussing letting go, not just letting go of clutter and physical stuff, but letting go of whatever doesn't serve us in life as a means of ushering in growth. We're on to part three of today's conversation where we are discussing letting go of worry. This is my third thing I'm trying to let go of in 2022. I am, I would say, your average worrier. I have plenty of worries. I worry about climate apocalypse, of course. I worry about my kids' futures in a climate apocalypse world. I worry about my kids' futures that they get in with the wrong crowd and start doing terrible things and ruin their futures. Heck, if I wanted to, I could worry about literally everything, right? I could worry about a car accident on the way to school. I could worry about a tree falling on my house during the next snowstorm. The things that I could worry about are endless. And when I start to think about all the things that I could worry about, all the things that could go wrong, I either want to down a bottle of wine and forget about it or go back to what I'm trying to let go of, number one, which is the need to do, do, do. My antidote to worry is to do, do, do. And so I really need to find a balance between worrying and doing (laughs) that feels right for me. I'm working on it. But the reality is that when you and I, when we're worried, we are really just being tightly attached to how we want things to turn out. And when we're tightly attached to something, we're not relaxing into accepting whatever might happen. I would even take this one step further and say that when we're worrying, we're effectively robbing ourselves of the beauty of the present moment. When we're worrying, we're not living in the here and now. We're usually worrying about the future, right? Worrying lives in the future. A worrying mind is set in the future. It's analyzing all the possibilities that the future might bring us, the future negative possibilities, right? And I use the word robbing there because every moment that we have is a gift. Sure, that's a platitude we hear all the time. Every moment's a gift. But further than that is that every moment is a moment that we get to experience just one time before it's gone. And so what is the antidote to worry according to the experts? Surprise to no one, the antidote to worry is to bring yourself into the present moment, is in finding the beauty in the right this second before it's gone. The present moment is where life happens. You can't change the past and you cannot control the future. You and I, we can only make decisions today and hopefully help how the future turns out. But let's be real. We have no control over what's to come. So again, the antidote to worry is to find a way to enjoy the present moment. So let's recap. We talked about some really big things today. First thing to let go of in 2022 is to let go of the need to do, 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 and instead be, be, be. The antidote to always doing is, of course, to not take yourself so seriously. You are not that important. Relax, laugh, enjoy life. Action item number two that we are letting go of in 2022 is we're letting go of oversized expectations. How on earth do we do that? What is the antidote to oversized expectations? It is, of course, gratitude. 
gratitude for how things are, for how people are, and how reality currently looks. And then finally, in 2022, I am, and I hope you join me in trying your darndest to let go of worry. What is the antidote to worry? The antidote to worry is, of course, to find a way to bring yourself and stay in the present moment. The final word for you and me today is a reminder. Letting go ushers in personal growth and greater well-being. Let's quickly bring this conversation back around to decluttering because that's what got us all here, right? Tuning into this podcast episode about big stuff. We're ready now to tackle the big stuff because we started with the small stuff. We started with the physical clutter. If we experience benefits from decluttering, from letting go of the physical stuff, then it stands to reason that we can experience similar, if not greater, personal benefits by letting go of whatever's not serving us. Letting go leads to uncertainty, and uncertainty leads to discomfort, and discomfort is never fun. But when we learn to let go, first of all, it does get easier the more you do it, I believe. But when we choose to look at uncertainty from letting go as opportunity, that's when we get to reap the rewards of change. And that ultimately is how we grow into our best selves. So I hope you enjoyed this very non-concrete episode where we're talking about big things. (laughs) I hope I give you some thoughts to take into your own life. Show notes are at mamaminimalist.com forward slash 245. Thank you for tuning in. I will see you on Tuesday where I am speaking with Matt Paxton. Maybe you know him, maybe you don't. He is hilarious and he is going to talk to us about decluttering the difficult areas. I will see you on Tuesday. Have an amazing weekend and take care. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.